Good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Nicole Rodriguez, registered dietitian nutritionist, and I'm here with none other than... Dave Sharotsky, the food porn unicorn. How the hell is everybody doing? Well, I have to say, we're going to do a little bit of a fancy recap tonight, and obviously the most special thing that happened is that we met in person and hung out like the better part of this past weekend, which was very cool. cool. Very, very cool. See now, now were you expecting anything different? Because here, here was my thing. When everybody met me, they were like, Oh my God, you're so tall. But I've, I've been putting my height out there this whole time, but Carrie's been telling everybody that I'm some sort of a midget. So when everybody met me, they were like, Oh my God. Well, you know, between the four of us, so let's let's back up a little bit. So Dave and I met through another dietitian named Ann Elizabeth, who had us both on her show together, and then both of us plus Carrie Moody, who's also a dietitian, on her show. And Ann hosted uh, a live in-person podcast of the four of us at Fancy this past weekend. So we all have like a really fun text thread going. And at some point, Carrie sent a picture of Dave as a little person. So I don't know if that has like gone viral within like the larger community, if it's, if it's not just us now. It has to be because everybody was shocked by it. But in a lot of like my posts on Instagram, I'll say like, you're six foot two glass of cold brew, something to that effect. So I've had it out there for a while. Uh- I, I was not surprised. I was expecting you to be tall. So no, I, I was not surprised. You might want to talk to Carrie about other people thinking that you're actually extremely vertically t- challenged somehow because you are, you, are, you are quite tall. So, so obviously that was a highlight. Dave, this was your first semi-fancy experience. So what are your takeaways? What was it like for you? So I'm so shocked as to how big it was. Um, so the first day there, I was there with Anne, and we were just kind of walking around the convention center. And she was like, I think you're going to be surprised with how big this is. And I mean, I've seen the convention center packed before. You know, that's where Philly has all like, you know, the big car shows and the home shows and any kind of really big show. That's where it is. So I was like, I've seen this all before. But she said there was something like, over 10 to 15,000 dietitians there. That's more dietitians than I even thought existed. So I was surprised by the number. Yes, it does have a pretty big draw and it is in the ballpark of 10 to 15,000. So it's sizable. It's a lot of nutrition folk running around and mostly women, as I'm sure you took note of. Which was not a bad part of the trip. But, um, See, you got to <laughs> hang with us more often. Spenzi was uh, was pretty knocked out of the park. It was pretty good. But so, what does that mean, nutrition people? Does that mean only registered dietitians? Does that mean nutritionists? Does that mean what does that mean? Do you have to be registered? Well, so Fancy is put on by the Academy of uh, Nutrition and Dietetics. So. In attendance would be dietitians, um, dietetic technicians, and those who are either students or dietetic interns. That would be the most of it. There is um, the possibility for you to purchase a guest pass if you don't qualify as, as one of those or if you're not a member, but it's 
from what I remember, significantly more than what one of us would pay. So I'm not sure how many people who are not in one of those categories say, oh, I'm going to spring, you know, however many hundreds of dollars and go to Fancy. So, so it's not like an invite only kind of thing where you have to be in the organization. Like it, it, it is kind of open to everybody. It's, it's gotten, <clears throat> it's open to everybody, but I don't think there's a very strong constituent from outside of the organization who attends. Because I'm honestly surprised at the actual raw number of dietitians that there are. Cause I mean, until I really started to know you guys, I really thought like dietitians were kind of like this super, super niche kind of thing. So that, I thought that was really cool that there were that many. Really opening your eyes to a some whole new stuff. World. They're like fucking Aladdin. <laughs> Rub that lamp, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you're surprised by the sheer number of actual dietitians running around. What were, what were some of your highlights anything that surprised you yeah i mean the highlights were definitely meeting up with all of you guys like i mean even though you know we've done how many podcasts together even though you know we've got text chains and instagram chains and whatever there's still something really cool about meeting someone in person and just having everything click and it's really cool when that happens anytime but you know i mean we all kind of I guess bonded. Oh God. I said, do I sound like really sappy? Do we sound, it sounds like, I don't know, like a bad episode of friends or something, but, but yeah, but I feel you like a thousand percent as corny as it is. Very, very true. Yeah. So that was really cool. I think that was definitely the highlight for me. Now you were actually there and you're, you're kind of high up. I don't want you, I don't want you lying to the people. I need you telling everybody kind of what you did there and what were, what were your highlights? Cause you were getting around. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't actually register for the conference. Um, so I like, I serve on the executive board of one of the academies, um, um, professional groups, which sounds a lot more important than it, than it, than it really is. I mean, it's an honor, but it's, it's not like, Ooh, wow. What do you do? Um, <laughs> Wait, when, when you're like introducing yourself to somebody, is that something you drop? Well, in that, that's, it's funny you should say that, like in that setting, I do drop it because I want to know who members are of that group so that oh, they can give me feedback and, you know, so they know, like they see me in an email blast or whatever, like, oh, that's, that's this chick. Like, she's all right. Like she's got my best interest in mind, like that kind of thing. Um, you know, in my day-to-day -day life, am I it's saying kind of that? Like if you're a PhD, like, would you announce yourself as doctor in every situation? Cause I absolutely would. I'm talking to like, like the pizza guy. Hey, I'm Nicole. No, actually, anywhere. it's Dr. Rodriguez. Thank you. <laughs> Wait a fucking minute. If, yeah, if I had earned a PhD, I would probably. Back the fuck up on that, Nicole. Yeah, I would probably be a big dick about it. <laughs> I totally would too. No, I would too. So, so is that kind of the mentality here? Like, um, I guess within your dietitian community, yes. But if you're like meeting somebody new, would you drop that? what that i that i'm part that i'm like in leadership in this particular interest group well just the way yeah. you say it, like but, but only because i'm amongst only because i'm amongst dietitians and when i'm at fancy i'm probably amongst people from that group does that make sense yeah 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 yeah, yeah. otherwise like you know who, like who cares 
not, not at all. Um, <laughs> See, I still think I would. Like, God forbid I even get a little bit of a title. Like, it's, it's no, I'm going to be insufferable. Yeah. So, so you know, highlight-wise. unicorn. If I had even a little bit of a title on top of that. You'd, you'd, you'd blast it down. So I'll tell you a couple of highlights that, that actually pertain right back to what we're talking about. So obviously meeting you guys and, you know, I'm like running around all over the place from like all these like, you know, events that I'm basically working in meetings and whatever. And when I walked into the bar at the Lowe's on Saturday night after a really long day and it was like you and Ann and Carrie, it that was like the coolest thing. I was like, wow, I wish they could all be around like after some other hard day that I'm having in my normal life, you know, like hard time putting the kids to bed. I'm just going to go across the street and <laughs> knock back a few with, with these guys. Um, so that was really awesome. And like, it's just so effortless with new people. Exactly. Cause that's like never the case. Right. But it's like, we're like, yeah, we're that could be back. And um, this was kind of like the coming out of our podcast to a lot of people. I wasn't going to say anything about it. And then someone kind of drew it out of me and then like put me on blast during a big meeting. So after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to tell people about it. And um, really? so, so how did that come about? And someone listened to us. Wait, and someone listened to us and said, We got a fan. They were like, Who is this guy? And it sounds like you guys have known each other forever. So we're kindred spirits. Yes. So that, so that was very cool. You know, aside from that, I got to do like a really, uh, a really cool beef cooking thing. And I, yeah, went so I to saw a, that. What, so how did that actually go down? What did you actually make? Um, so they did a really cool case study kind of a thing. Like, like let's really look at someone's eating patterns and let's come up with solutions of how he might incorporate beef into his diet. So they like broke us off into groups with the professional chefs from beef headquarters um, in, in Colorado. And my group got a flank steak and we did it like three different ways, which was really so fun. Ways made and before, or was any of this new? What's that? The ways that you made it, was any of it new or had, had you done it all before? No, I went with some classics. I like threw t- I threw together like I make this little like Mexicorn kind of salad. It's really easy oh, with too. some some canned goods and like some fresh vegetables and put some nice flank steak on top of it. Someone else made like an Asian salad, but it was cool because I'm in the room with you know, this is probably like kind of like another highlight that usually would have given me anxiety. I feel like this is the first year where I'm in <laughs> where I'm like in these rooms and in these events with like some really big heavy hitter dietitians who are big in the media. And I was just kind of like cooking alongside them and everything was cool. So like that was nice too, but some of the, um, some of the dietitians there are actual chefs. So it was neat to see what they were doing also like somehow making a pot roast extra appealing and, you know, things, other things like that. that Always appealing. I'm not, I'm, that's like the, those are like the, the two beef things I'm not into or like a beef stew and a pot roast. Really? Yeah. I just, I just they attempted beef stew this week the thought? first time. I was like, well, I don't know. That's not my jam. Oh my God. No, I got to make you some beef stew. 
Well, so the next, so the next night I, <laughs> I made beef stew this week and I was like, ah, whatever. So to make up for it, the next night I made a flank steak on, and a salad, which is like much more. <laughs> and followed it up with a, with a cheeseburger tonight just to like. Oh, do that. That's what it's you know, all even, That's even what it's stuff all. all out. So yeah. So, so now you in the industry with Fancy, does this like recharge your batteries and get you going again? Or is it all just like a bunch of bullshit where you just jerk each other off? Like ha, ha, what do you take away from it? <laughs> That's such a great question. Cause I think you can come out of these things feeling either way. So, you know, it's a really, it can be really, really hectic if you don't take time to like manage your self care practice. Um, during those few days drinking, right. That was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so I did like try to balance that out. And I think, you know, I think overall, if you're, if you're in fun meetings or fun events, like you do come away feeling really good, either about what you do or the meetings that you had or the possibilities. Um, it, it can be, it can be really inspiring, but you could also walk away from it totally feeling like garbage um you know like oh i'm not doing enough or this is making me feel disgruntled or i i just you know i ran myself too ragged the past few days and now i'm kind of you know like tapped out so it can go it can go either way but like this the, for me personally it felt like this was a really good one and i just i love philly so much that kind of like set the tone for me oh, um, so this is your what number fancy which which one was this for you third number three yeah. so so can you, what would you say this Fancy compares to the first one? Like as far as like the experience and everything. I mean, the first one's probably like crazy and you can't wait to do it all. But now, you know, this time wasn't your first rodeo. You kind of knew a little bit more what to expect. So what do you, what was your takeaway? Yeah, I think like the, the first, the, the first one I went to was just horrible. And I felt like I had... <laughs> Wait, so no, where was it, it was really, it was so Let's awful. Set it up. Let's set it up. Where was it at? It was in, it was in Chicago and it was my, my first fancy. It was my first time serving on this executive board. I felt like I really didn't know anybody. I felt really out of place. And it was just like, so it was so hectic at that point. You know, I go on and off like long, long periods of time, not drinking any alcohol. And I was on a really good kick of not drinking anything. And that fancy literally like drove me to drink and in tears, <laughs> like sitting at a bar by myself, <laughs> drinking wine and like eating fresh baked bread at like a hotel bar or something. I was like, this is freaking miserable. I never Wait, want to come back to this. You're saying this is like a downside? It was just, it was just, it was just like, so it was just such a miserable, miserable time. And it was like poorly laid out, like, it just like it just sucked. Um, so this one was like a thousand times better. That's very cool. That's very cool because this time, like this time around, you knew what to expect. You're into it more. Everything else. Yeah, I think that's that's part of it. And the last one, it was like everything was laid out really far away from the headquarters hotel. It was it was just it was whack for lack of a better word. It really was 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 not at all fun except i think my last night i ended up going to dinner by myself which like i was fine with and then i i ended up, I ended up talking to like some this is going to sound horrible but it's really not i ended up hanging out with these like 22 year old boys at random who thought it would be fun to like <laughs> hang out with me <laughs> you bet you mean friends <laughs> like what goes like what goes on 
<laughs> and they were like taking really fun pictures of each other, like piggybacking each other around the city. I know that's all going to come out sounding horrible, but like completely, completely innocent and entertaining. But if, if anybody wants to draw a picture of this, I would love to see it. I know. I'm like, wait till this comes out. Excuse me. I would love to see it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, besides that, so good times. So wait, so, so, so you're okay eating dinner by yourself? Like that doesn't bother you? That's, that's, that's cool? Yeah, I, I feel like I used to do that a lot more often. Like I'm definitely okay doing lunch, dinner. Yeah, any of those meals. I'm totally. Not like a quick grab, but like actually like sitting down, like waitress, everything, or waiter. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely done that like throughout my life pretty frequently but like what was what's weird is like when you're doing that at a community table like it can be weird or it can be cool do you know what i mean like if you're at a restaurant that's like that has community tables yeah i know exactly what you mean see i'm weird with it anyway like i'm not a big i i, I should not be left alone with myself no i'm totally cool left alone by myself i'm, I'm cool, like you know with a book maybe even oh you'll read a book yeah, I'll read a book, like, whatever. With a book. Yeah, I mean, I don't get those opportunities, I feel like really. be talking shit about me, and then I feel like other diners look over at me like, nobody fucking likes him. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why he's by himself. <laughs> Figure this one out, right. Yeah, the smell, or people think you, or people probably think, like, you got stood up or something. No, I know. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, that... Poor bastard in the corner. Right. right. <laughs> he got catfished. Yeah, exactly. I see what happened there. Yeah, exactly. See, I'd be, I'd be too paranoid. That's what everybody's thinking. Oh, I feel you. And and again, like those opportunities don't come You're up for me very to me, so right. Very often, but yeah, I when you get the chance once in a while, it's it's kind of nice. Take myself out for a date just to see. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe some young ladies in their early 20s are just going to strike up conversation with you. And I can't see why they wouldn't. I mean, I really can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I really just can't. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate your confidence. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really so so those were really like the like some great fancy highs and of course doing a little flying monkey cake with you amazing how great was that yeah i mean what's you know what's not to love when you're in philadelphia it's like i feel like that just sets the tone for a magical few days no right 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 so can we we i think we have to describe to people the pumple cake and where we were at with that. i mean i don't i'm there was this like caramel and nuts and cake and I I mean it was just like such a whirlwind of joy that I'm having no 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 a that hard was, time was, I think that was like the Dutch apple one but the pumple was the disappointing one yeah I think we had some other like so it was like a like a pie inside a cake inside a chocolate cake right it's it's like Inception or like a turducken it was so it's it's an apple pie baked inside of a yellow cake on top of a pumpkin pie baked inside of a chocolate cake. And those are like the two tiers of the cake. And then they, they ice it. And it sounds like this glorious, glorious mouthgasmy masterpiece. But it definitely didn't deliver. Well, 
here's the thing though if we hadn't had that other thing that had caramel and other stuff dripping and oozing all out of it maybe that other thing would have seemed a little more exciting it's like maybe but it still didn't blow me away when i tasted it like were you were you blown away by it like i i I wasn't blown away by it i think because i was so blown away by that other thing though it was like distracting like that one like totally like was the showstopper yeah it was insane for sure for sure so there was that too yeah good uh a good time was had a good good time time was had by all indeed so I think, you know, the takeaway from all of this is, you know, I think we're trying to figure out how you can get to Fancy in Indianapolis next year. Oh, it's in Indianapolis. I can't. Yeah, because like, I was like, he has to come next year. Oh, wait a minute. It's not in Philadelphia. Indianapolis. Like, at least make me want to go to the city. I know. I know. <laughs> are you going? Are you trying to think of a way out? No, I'm I'm. I'm a thousand percent going and I'm excited because um, like somewhere in between us, I think there will be farm tours involved through through some group or other. And that makes sense. So that's cool. So how does Fancy actually pick the city? Is, Is it, they want like a big host city. They want like, do they want like, you know, the big size or are they looking more for, a city that's accessible to, you know, farming and agriculture and all that. So I think, I think the main point is how accessible is it to a, uh, a large population of dietitians. And that's why you don't see it so much on the West coast too often. It's almost always in an East coast. um, I shouldn't say always in an East coast city, but it tends to be East of the Mississippi more often except New York, obviously, because New York is just too expensive of a host city. And that's what I have to say about that. All right. So we have Fancy coming up in Indianapolis. So I'll have to, I'll have to cancel out every, all my plans and I'm going to Indy. That's it. I mean, it's just, it's just that easy. So Make sure you're there again. So are you looking forward to Indy? Have you ever been? I've never been there, so I am kind of looking forward to it. Um, you know, they're going to have, probably there will be more opportunities for farm tours and things like that. And I've heard it's really cute and very walkable. They have some riverfront thing happening there now that's supposed to be really nice. So, I mean, I'm, I'm open for it. I kind of like to... Um, make those trips into but even still it's still cool to go somewhere you've never been even if you know your expectations aren't even that high because that you know that's when you have a good time yeah i like to get into that official midwest from time to time so i think it's no that makes one of us um (laughs) good opportunity (laughs) terrible (laughs) no but i but I, i do think that's cool like i mean Sometimes, you know, you go to like these big cities or whatever, like sometime, like I remember the first time I went to Vegas and I was like, eh, this is, this is all right. But I, and, and, I, what, what, and what year did you go for the first time to Vegas? What year? Yeah. Oh God. I don't remember the year where we went. Shit. You know what? It was for a new year's. I want to say it was 2007 or eight. Okay. Okay. So we went out there just for New Year's. It was the first time it actually snowed in Vegas, and I think it was like 90 years. Wow. No, it's so funny. I feel like I did this. No, maybe I did Chicago one of those years. 
like, did I do, did I do New Year's there that same year? Sorry. No matter. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. But were you just, (laughs) but you were kind of unimpressed. Uh, I, w- I was underwhelmed. I don't know what I thought it was going to be in my head because, yeah, well, you know what? I had a couple of, like, buddies that had gone out, and they, like, really blew it up. And, I mean, Vegas is a cool town, like, no doubt about it. I don't know what the fuck I was really expecting, to be honest. But we were only there for, like, three days because I was told, you know, you don't want to stay in Vegas that long. So, That's plenty, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we only did kind of, like, three days, but I felt like, you know, I didn't have really have time, and it was such a quick hitter, and – the weather was shitty, so nobody was really outside. Like, I, I don't feel like I got the full Vegas experience my first time, and it was kind of a letdown. But I've gone to places for work that are like these little dinky towns, and I'm like, oh, fuck me. I have to go to – one of the places was uh, outside of Nashville. And after, like, meeting some of the people, I'm like, you know, you go out and you have some drinks afterwards, and you have a fucking blast at, like, some karaoke bar hole in the Yes. Way. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible that India will be a blast just because you're not expecting. Exactly. How do they, how do they vote over there in general, Indiana? What do they end up being? That's a hard red state. Hard red. Okay. I mean, you know, there's that, but don't let that deter you. But you know what? I mean, there is that, but also Indianapolis is pretty blue. Indianapolis is pretty blue, as is, um, where's Buddha Judge from? uh notre south bend south bend notre dame yeah so that's also kind of blue but the rest of the state hard red that's where uh mike pence is from that's right so it might be um you know just might be an interesting time to be there too it's gonna be a super interesting time to be there right before the election or the election 100 percent. so right before the election because is it usually the same time every year yeah, it's it's going to be October seventeenth to twentieth, I believe, next year. It's going to be wild out there. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're going to have to be there. So, all right. So, who wins twenty twenty? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Why do we have to end this on such a sour note? <laughs> all right. We'll I was having some, I was having such a nice time catching up with you to see that. Who wins twenty twenty? All right, I guess uh, I don't want it to come true, but I say grace. I say grace for another four years. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. See, I mean, and can, can I tell you my little conspiracy theory that I have going right now? Yes, please. All right, so tell me what you think about this because I think it's super relevant. So we just killed uh, Baghdadi, right, the leader of ISIS. Yes. All right, so he's dead. At the same time, we're pulling out of uh, we're pulling out of Syria, leaving the Kurds high and dry, right? Right. So this is going to create another vacuum. This is going to create all sorts of hell. You just killed somebody's big leader, so they're all going to be pissed off. And then you're leaving one of our allies high and dry, which means they're either going to side with one of our enemies, or they're going to get fucked. Neither uh, neither is really good. So I think Trump's doing this on purpose. I think he's trying to create as much instability as possible to incite a terrorist attack. Oh, God. Which is either going to lead us to a war or to a situation where he's going to be able to invoke wartime powers. And where everyone goes all patriotic? Yep. Yep. 
that sounds very plausible. That, that's my working theory right now. That's my tin. That's my uh, that's uh, that's my tinfoil right now. Well, I hadn't thought of that whole angle, but this is what I did. Uh, I did find the. I did find some of this timing kind of odd, and I think you're probably right. And I think it's just like what no one really wants to say or is just like bracing themselves for at this point. See, so, I'm just always thinking like he has to stay in power because the minute he's not in power, he's opened up to getting fucking arrested by the Southern District of New York, right? So he's got to think of anything and everything he can to grasp onto power with everything he's got. Well, what better place to watch all of this unfold next year? Than Indianapolis. Than Indianapolis. <laughs> to see if we can get Pence on. And on, and on that note. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. This has been another joyful conversation <laughs> that went from all the joy of meeting in person, eating caramel cake, to four more years of Donald Trump. Four more years of Trump. Guys, I hope you'll tune in to us next week, despite all the doom and gloom we have ended here. Dave? Let's pick a happy topic next week. We'll pick a happy topic. Until then, everyone. Lollipop rainbows. And we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.